It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration from our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels All Around. So this book offers glimpses into the lives of ordinary people who find themselves in extraordinary situations. From miraculous connections and answered prayers to divine intervention and inexplicable healing to angels and messages from heaven, these stories show you that miracles can happen every day to people from all walks of life. And I love the stories that we get from people who get some kind of sign from a loved one who has passed away. I'm going to share two of those with you today. They're stories in which people received life-changing reassurance from beyond. Deborah Zemke's miracle occurred almost a year after her husband Mike died from lung cancer. It had all happened so fast that she hadn't had time to prepare. Her husband was only 49 and their son was just 14. So Deborah was in a state of shock. But now the house they were renting was falling apart and they had to move. When the life insurance money came in, Deborah decided to buy a house. And she searched and searched, but nothing seemed quite right. And then her stepfather suggested that she look at some newer subdivisions and build a home. Well, she thought he was crazy because she didn't know anything about building houses. But on the other hand, she couldn't find any houses that were already built that worked for her and their son and their dog. So Deborah was losing sleep over this. She was crying at night, and she was praying for an answer as to what she should do. Now, one agent kept telling her to go check out this new subdivision that was just getting started on the edge of their town. But Deborah had driven over there three times, and all she saw was an empty road. Finally, she went back, and she drove down that empty road a bit farther. And this time, she saw a few houses starting to go up, and then she stumbled upon the builder's office. And when she went inside, she was surprised to find that the builder had the floor plan for the perfect house that she had been looking for. It was more than Deborah wanted to spend because she wanted to save a big part of the life insurance money for college tuition, but still, this builder was someone her husband had always spoken highly of. So there was only one available lot left in the section of the development where her dream house could go, and it was on a street called Weather Vane Drive. Deborah called her mother and stepfather for advice, but the person she really wanted advice from was her husband, Mike, because he had worked in construction and he would know what to do. Well, she put a small deposit down, but then over the coming days, she kept thinking about backing out of the deal even though she would lose the money. To distract herself from all the worrying, she decided to clean out the garage. It was a mess, filled with Mike's tools and various odds and ends they had collected over the years because Mike loved to go antiquing and go to garage sales. Deborah didn't even know what was in the garage. 
because Mike sometimes went and bought stuff at sales and just stuck his finds in the garage. But as she was sorting through the mess and she was about to stop, she came to a corner of the garage where there was some junk hidden behind some boxes. And there it was, an old metal weather vane, the kind that stands proudly on the roof in all types of wind and rain. It looked like it had seen its share of storms as the yellow paint on it had begun to peel and the gray metal was showing through. Holding that precious weather vane in her hands, Deborah burst into tears. She had gotten her guidance from her husband, Mike, and now she knew it was going to be okay to build that house on Weathervane Drive. After the break, another sign from beyond and another big decision. So Deborah found that Weathervane and knew her husband would be okay with her building a house on Weathervane Drive. Teresa Otto got a sign, too, and hers involved a similar decision. When Teresa's mother was dying, Teresa had said, Mom, you have to give me a sign. Let me know you made it, okay? Well, her mother couldn't speak by then, but she smiled and she nodded yes. And after she passed away, Teresa was at her mother's house preparing for an estate sale. They were selling what was left after family and friends had taken the keepsakes and heirlooms they wanted. And among the remaining items was a large collection of magnets that her mother had collected from all over the world. There were nearly 200 magnets covering the refrigerator, so many you couldn't even see the white paint underneath. Teresa put up a sign that said two for 25 cents. And then she and her sisters had the sale the next day, and a young man came by who was thrilled to buy her father's hammer and a box of nails for just $2.00. And on his way to pay, he stopped at that refrigerator and he carefully selected a single magnet. It was a Portuguese rooster that Teresa's mom had bought in Lisbon. And he gave Teresa's sister $2.25. And she said, oh, no, the magnets are two for 25 cents. And he said, one's good. Thank you. Well, now it was two months later and Teresa was finishing an exhaustive search for a new house, and she was touring a beautifully renovated home. It was so pretty, it looked like it had been staged. It was bright and inviting, and it was just the right size and right price. Of course, since it did look like it had been staged, it was somewhat impersonal, without a sense of who lived in the house or who had carefully restored it. But Teresa felt a pull of some kind. Maybe this was the right house, but she still wasn't sure until she entered the kitchen and found on the refrigerator one single magnet, her mom's Portuguese rooster. That was the sign Teresa needed. She knew that she was home, and so was her mom. So those were two of the reassuring, miraculous stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels All Around. If you want to learn more about this new book, which is quite a bestseller, head over to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button We'll give you a link to the book there, and you can read all about the stories inside it. And I'm sharing a bunch of these stories over the next couple of months. So sign up for the podcast, and those future episodes will be automatically downloaded into your phone. You can pick up a copy of the book at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Target, and wherever else you like to get your books, including Amazon. And wait until you see the cover. I think it's one of the most beautiful books we've ever created. 
So I'm Amy Newmark, and that was your Chicken Soup for the Soul. Come back next time for a look inside our latest best-selling book about cats for two stories about cat adoptions that worked out so well that the cats actually became role models for their humans. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.